My name is Alex Savarovsky. I'm a person living in Laramie, and I help out with music shows around town. Most of that is through a house venue that I live in and kind of operate more or less, and we call that the greenhouse. We've been doing shows there for about, like since 2018, so about four years now. And yeah, we get bands from pretty much all around the country. We've had bands from like Alabama, and Mississippi, and a lot from California, and many people come up from Colorado and stuff. And yeah, we get a lot of local bands on the bill for those shows and stuff, and college students come through and have a good time. And yeah, uh, that's the main thing I kind of do in the community, I think. Thank you for coming here and visiting us at Solidarity House and Solidarity Collective. We are glad to have you, Alex. Um, so thank you for being here and to talk about the local music scene in Laramie, which until a couple of months ago, I didn't really know actually like was a thing <laughs> that was worth uh, you know getting into. I just didn't so know, didn't know it was there really. So I didn't know that there was a and not just a a music scene. We're gonna get into this a music scene where young people can go and actually enjoy music because everything else here in Laramie it seems to be really targeted towards. College students, 21 and up, go to the bar. Yeah. If you want to go to a show, you have to go to a bar. Yeah. And it's yeah. pretty much all there is. And so I think you're uh, underselling a little bit of what the Greenhouse is. You're kind of, you know, a vibrant part of the local music scene Maybe, that actually yeah. expands the audience yeah. uh, to it. more groups. And so uh, let's, uh, let's zero in on that. Let's talk about the local music scene in Laramie. You have hosted a wide variety of musical groups there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. From what, I mean, if we were to put these on a spectrum, where would we go? <laughs> music acts wise. Oh, uh, like genre-wise? Yeah, genre-wise. Um, it's been kind of all over the board. There's like that synth-pop duo, Dollhouse, from Laramie, who's played here and stuff. We've had many hardcore bands who, who got their start in Cheyenne, moved to Laramie, moved to Denver, dissipate and stuff, come back, and then they come back to the house and stuff. So a lot of hardcore music, too. We've had, now, like... Can I just like it a second. For this old <laughs> fat white guy, can you define hardcore? I mean, because, oh, like, hardcore uh, meant to me, like, you know, it was like you were hardcore punk, you were hardcore yeah. heavy metal, you know, what's so hardcore yeah. white? Maybe, That's like a big I, word. I kind of use it as an umbrella term and stuff. Right. Um, it's for when I say hardcore in that in that context, I'm talking like uh, DIY punk bands and stuff. So there's like a lot of, and I, I'm sure a lot of people would be like, uh, "Oh no, you can't use that word in that way and stuff uh, for whatever things." But yeah, there's like a post-punk band called Public Opinion. Uh, they're from Denver, and there's like a really loud, aggressive, really stripped-down, punky thing called Cyst, also from Denver. And a lot of these bands are kind of like their own thing and like they delve into a lot of different genres and stuff and that's that's kind of the 21st century postmodern thing and stuff <laughs> is everybody dips in there like you dip your toes and everything else but yeah I'm, i say like hardcore bands just like to be this umbrella of like bands like ms paint who's that like digital punk band who came through from mississippi a few months ago and stuff yeah, we've had like some post-rock type bands. There's a band from Salt Lake City called Sympathy Pain who went on a tour with an act called Midwife from Denver. Yeah, we've had like this kind of weird, like half performance art, half like noise music thing from a band called Forest Friends from Seattle. Yeah, but that's like getting a little bit away from the local stuff. Um, yeah. Right? Yeah, a lot of the local stuff, uh, it's a lot of rock bands, I guess. There's like Big Dill and Aviatrix and stuff. There's Sigourney. 
Like, the thing is, they're all really great, too. You think about Big Dill, and they, they call themselves... The Mount- Dollhouse! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Big Dill's genre, they call themselves as, like, Mountain West punk. And it's like, right. sure, dude. Uh, Mountain West. Yeah. Yeah, like you're you're playing you're playing what you play and you're playing how it is. Yeah, the other thing about Laramie is that it's like not exactly huge, so you could probably, at least in my head, I can count the bands that I normally get in touch with on like both hands. So sometimes I am like struggling to find a band that fits just right with some bands coming through town and stuff. But that usually ends up being a really cool night in in, in and of itself. And you have like kind of a change from genre to genre over overnight and stuff. Well, given the size of the greenhouse, is because it's a it's a cozy venue. Yeah, it's, it's very intimate, small. and yeah, I, intimate. I mean I really yeah, enjoy the shows there. It's a lot of fun, but you really gotta like your fellow human beings that you want to yeah, be there. Yeah. Uh, are are you a primary? venue for some of these acts or are they doing your place and then also a larger show somewhere else in town yeah it's tricky i feel like a lot of the venues around town are just about the same size as the house believe it or not like in terms of the scope of stuff that the shows that i book and stuff places like the great untamed and the roughed up duck like have similar shows in size to the greenhouse and stuff, but then after that, you're looking at like the Griffin or like the Cowboy, and like the Cowboy just pretty much does, as far as I know, like country dance stuff. And mm-hmm. I don't know, they probably have live bands. They probably have like a house like bluegrass band that plays on the weekends or something like that. But that's it's like a much bigger space, of course. But it is also a bar, so it's like twenty one and up. Right. Yeah, it's actually, I kind of want to mention that, considering the fact yeah. that most other places and venues are only for 21 and up. Yeah. And, like, uh, I actually used to go to the Grand Time just to watch some of the shows and have them oh, go yeah. to their karaoke nights. And, like, obviously I can't drink. Well, but soon I am. Yeah. But um, I was there. It was a pretty nice place. But, like, one day it's just like, oh, we're not, not serving anyone in here at all. Really? That's any 21. Because, like, yeah, there must have been some, like, stuff like that. And I was like, dude, just put an X on me and I don't give a fuck about drinking. Yeah. But, like, you know, I... I don't know the legality of here, but uh, the fun thing about like the greenhouse because at one point you actually just did have like beers in some places you probably like let it happen to openly, but like yeah, but right now like it's still like pretty much like anyone can go in there Mm -hmm. have a good time. Yeah, we've got more people like running the door and stuff and making sure that people who are under twenty one are indicated. Yeah, they indicated like yeah. I remember that time when like um. uh, I keep forgetting his Tall name, but the, Nick. yeah, Todd yeah. Nick, who like is a frontman for like um, Brain Sweat, Brain Sweat which yeah. we're actually interviewing this m- Wednesday. Oh, yeah. yeah, so we're gonna see if we can have the entire band, especially with Chevy. I'm really like, it's gonna be fun, hopefully. But yeah, I was like, oh, we're doing that now, and like my boyfriend actually like had his own marker. It's like I already got this ready. <laughs> and just, oh like, yeah, put his own thing. Right I was like, yeah, sure. Because at the end of the day, like it kind of sucks that like un- underage people just can't enjoy stuff without just oh. It has a beer, so you can't come yeah. here. Yeah, that's, I think, that's something that kind of snuck up on me as we were doing the house shows and stuff. Like, something I didn't really have much of a perspective on. Because I started the shows after I graduated college, so I was yeah. already, like, 22 or something. But, yeah, like, I like getting into this year and stuff, a lot of people are, like, slapping me on the back and going, Dude, you have an all-ages venue. Oh, my God, that's great. Yeah, I've been thinking about how small the house is and stuff, and I'm thinking about my financial situation and everything. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know, once I get the finances of this refinance figured out, I might try looking into, eh, I don't want to like commit to too much, but I might try to like rent out a bigger space or something, try to do something more legit. That's still keep it like all ages and everything. Oh no, that's fair enough. Actually, we were also concerned of possibly using us as our own venue and ha- because oh, it's, it's so far away from us. Yeah, and like, I, I walked in here and I was like, what the hell? 
This is what a beautiful place to. But bef have before you, I mean, we actually had a conversation about it. I said, but we don't want to uh, cause competition or with the greenhouse. And ah. I'm like, is is so? Let's ask that question. Is Laramie big enough on a music <laughs> scene for more than one under twenty one accommodating venue? I, I would hope so, man. I uh, there's fucking five, six bars, ten bars. Who knows? What a bar is it? Yeah, if you're, so if you're over twenty one, you've got like stuff at the wazoo. Um, but yeah, I've had actually like two or three people who are living in houses like similar or better than mine. Mm -hmm. In like closer into town, uh, who have like had me come over and say like, "Hey, what would it look like doing a show here? Like, how would you put the speakers? Da da da. We want to try to do something with this space." I'm all like every time I'm like, "Dude, hell yeah, let's do it and stuff." And maybe I should be hitting these people up more, but I think what is the biggest issue with that is like communication and mm -hmm. syncing stuff up. Because now at this point, with the greenhouse kind of established, people are all, are already like hitting me up and saying like, "Oh, we've heard about your venue from this other band that played there, and we want to come right. play when we're coming through in whatever month." Yeah, yeah. also mentioning the fact of like um, knife man, you had a cup like a few yeah. weeks ago. Actually, was telling me because we, we also interviewed him yesterday. Oh, what? Um, what? Yeah, we're just going interviews and Dude, interviews and oh and. He was actually saying, like, he actually heard about your venue by, like, seeing the fact that you have MS Paints over here and really got yeah. into it. So, like, the fact that, like, so many bands are interconnected and, and intrinsically, because, like, uh, uh, there was this other one person, man, and that's, like, White Cat Pink. Yeah. And he was, like, saying, like, he heard it from other people, heard it from other people, and, like, yeah. it yeah. just sounds like everyone is connected to someone, and, like, the better that is, like, mm -hmm. That's right. Like your venue is kind of already being known. It's kind of being established. It's like, oh, it's gonna be hard to move from a different venue because yeah, like people yeah. like already have a set mindset of that. Like people think like, oh, I'm gonna go to the house concert. I should just go to the greenhouse or whatever. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if more spaces open up and stuff, I would hope that we could work together on like pooling forces and stuff. And that's kind of something that I've realized having touring bands come through the come through the house. And like one band from Seattle will go like, oh, we know this other band from Seattle who played here years ago. And um, yeah, I've, it's it seems to be very doable, I guess, to be able to like travel across the country if if you know enough bands and stuff. And like, hey, can I crash on your couch? Do you know somebody in Kansas City with a venue? So that was another thing. Literally, sometimes you you allow or have groups crash at the greenhouse yeah i mean we've got couches and floor space so i figure like why not and hotels are expensive and stuff oh, fuck right yeah. that allows the, the the bands to get to do more shows and, and to oh, yeah. more. So. yeah for sure and also early on here i remember like a, we had some like shows here like a yeah. couple but like after when covid hit we basically just stopped doing uh, anything so did like the solidarity collective kind of start just before covid yeah back in 2016 actually okay well, like so we were here a little bit longer than you've been here so <laughs> yeah, like not, not not soon in our own, our own yeah. corner because i just moved here last we've year we've been so. here on the property since 2018 wow. yeah okay. uh but we've been in existence since 2016 but yeah, but solid. But I digress. Solidarity Collective is boring. Let's talk more about the greenhouse. It's so boring. I yeah, think that's that, yeah. a good yeah. because like this is a good place. Like if you can't house anyone, just send it to our place. Like hey, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, we're we're envisioning our courtyard will make a great space, and this front lawn will make a great space. We yeah. just need the uh, shirts. Fortune, you know, we would love to do that. And I think that the idea is that there's enough groups looking for venues to play that we that they yeah. could be accommodated, and we could coordinate and you know there's the hey there's a million different possibilities that come up yeah, you know yeah, uh, yeah. but 
I, I love the idea of the local bands having more places to show up where you don't have to be 21 sure. to get in. Dude, yeah, my band, Ugarma, uh, we, had, we had a tour in March, like just three cities. But the drummer in that band is Chevy, who's in Brain Sweat. And one of the shows was in Salt Lake City, and we didn't realize this until like we got there, that like they like out in Utah, the, the it's like very hard cut. My 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 picture in Laramie was that like especially if you're in a band, like you would be able to get into a bar if you were like under twenty one to like yeah. play drums and then just, just to get perform, out. right? Yeah. But yeah, out in Salt Lake, uh, we found it's like a no exceptions. You can't exit. You can't enter and exit through the back and stuff. So we ended up just playing that show without a drummer. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's Box. good to have spots where that doesn't happen and stuff. Right. More spots and stuff, and it's yeah, more of a sharing thing. I have this friend Thomas Eddie who like is always down to share speakers and like mixers and stuff. I think that's kind of starting to form really like this like collective thing in Laramie, where people are less competing with each other and more working together and saying like, oh, let's do the show at your house or let's do the show at my house, and so on and so forth. I think I'm all about. Well, yeah, we're all about, uh, like, collective work in here, because we, like, we're obviously in this place, we're anti-capitalist by nature, yeah, so, so that's our that's our thing, like, we're, some of us are communists, some, I'm a person, an anarchist, so, like, and I, I was really excited to talk to Shad, because the motherfucker is crazy, as, as, as far as I heard. Yeah. I'm an institutionalist, or at least, so I've been told. <gasps> <laughs> just because I don't want to burn it all down. You freaking well, boomer. Boomer. Yeah. I don't want to burn it all down. Okay. See, I want to burn it all down. See, <laughs> see, that's that's open up open in opinion. Yeah. With like, a lot of us have very different mindsets of what we want to do, but we all share the same idea. Like, fuck that this bullshit that we had to um, survive to live. Um, fuck the bullshit that we always had to compete with someone else. And like, yeah, why don't we just work together? Especially yeah. for Laramie, a small town, like, it needs to work together. Yeah. And well, small town, and then you stick that. The university? Yeah. 10,000 people university, literally yeah. in the center of the town. Um, you, the you can't drive through the middle of Laramie anymore. The university yeah. is there. And the other thing is, like, they do all the construction stuff in the summertime when the students are around. Oh, I know. So oh, my God. Here, it's, like, it's like, oh, I can't take this road. Oh, I also can't take this. They try getting down 9th Street or Hurney or. Oh, no, 3rd Street? I fucking hate it now. Like, it used to be the best street I've gone down to, but like, (laughs) ever since that construction, I was like, now I gotta go to 4th. Yeah. And they'll do it again next year. Yeah, I was like that SpongeBob meme. It's like, you wanna see me do it again? (laughs) What do you. you, What's the future for the greenhouse? I mean, right now, it's literally a greenhouse. So, are we looking at a a, a blue house? Oh, like changing it? Are you gonna gonna move to a different location? Are you going to buy a different place or are you going to stay there? What's still happening? That's the plan I'm still coming up with, really. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I really should figure that out and stuff. I try to do, like, a little bit of show planning in the day and, like, a little bit of, like, financial planning and stuff. But it would probably be a good idea to just really sit down for, like, a full day or a week and really just think about what it all will entail. Because I don't want to, like, turn 50. I don't know. Maybe it would be cool to turn 50 and, like, have just been doing this the whole time. It's, yeah, I'm I'm thinking about it and stuff, because I'm currently living there, and I've got three other people there paying me rent. I don't think it's super expensive, but it still feels weird. Yeah. So I don't know if I'd want to get another house and continue renting that one out or whatever, but I don't know. I think, like, oh, no. if, if I ever, like, uh, yeah, exactly. You want to become a landlord? Yeah. But, get no. the fuck out, <laughs> man. Get out. No, I'm just uh, kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough, man. Depending on who you ask, they give you different advice and stuff. And, right. like, your brain starts working differently. 
Yeah, just hey, just become a church and you basically be like, oh yeah, we're just all believe in the power of music and like yeah. no, oh, no taxes. Yeah, that could be. Ooh, yeah, that could be a way to. No, we actually went for. We actually been looking to ways to not pay tax, and it's like, well, we all share the same beliefs. We just need to do the rituals. Yeah, there your needs rituals to be for the, some for the sort band. Of regular, yeah, huh? the monasteries. Yeah, that could be uh, a thing. But, um, never, but anyway, so. yeah, I'm thinking about like hell. Maybe continuing to live there after I move out, move shows out of there to some other space or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have some old tree cuttings from my uh, family house from when we sold it, and I mm-hmm. they seem to be growing. So maybe I'll plant some of those there. There's a whole bunch of, like, I want to replace some of the doors and, like, recalk some of the siding on the backyard and stuff like that. Yeah. Just, like, maintenance stuff. It's hard for me to imagine, like... Here's an idea. Where I'm going to be. I'm thinking of floating this around uh, for us and the, the reason why you could here. What about converting your garage into a studio? A recording huh. studio? Yeah, I've, I've thought of that. It would be a lot. I noticed at this last show that you've got this distinct smell of mouse droppings that showed up out of nowhere. I'll have to it's just to call the work in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we use a lot of we use a lot of that for storage right now. But I mean, yeah, we could. I recorded the last two Yagarma albums in my bedroom. Ooh. So uh, yeah, Yagarma was like a solo project, and then I wanted to have more of an acoustic sound for it. So I got people to join the it as a band now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where we'll record that, but uh, it's pretty good sounds like in the basement and stuff. That's what I like about the basement too is that it's like uh, you can get really loud in there late at night and like people won't really complain oh yeah no like yeah no i've been there late at night when it's been really loud and nobody is i'm like how yeah. are you getting away with this it really blows me away for sure I mean, we have some cool neighbors living by us too which pretty pretty much helps i think mm. yeah i could imagine honestly what talk about the studios like with our basement like it's pretty long and honestly mm-hmm. we, we were actually talking once we actually cleaned up because we actually used it for a little housing for our rabbits and Rat. Yeah, it didn't work out well with the rabbits and uh, the walls, but once we clean it up, which hopefully by be the end of this month or the beginning of next month, we're actually hoping to outfit one of them as a studio slash um, recording Ooh. session there. Yeah, dude. Because yeah. local bands, because like I know, like professionally recording anything is fucking hell. Like yeah, it takes, it can be. and depending on which state you live, like if you live in California, you're fucked. If you oh, live in like, Denver, you pay for stuff. Yeah, yeah, pay for stuff on that stuff. I, and yeah, I have no perspective on it. I've only ever DIY'd it. Yeah, and the fact of, like, since we're our technically anti-profit kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, we were honestly considering ourselves to um, rent that stay house as, like, free usage for, like, recording ex- for the few few short years because we're not even going to get a profit, obviously, for the first few years. Mm-hmm. That's a small um, startup. But, yeah. like, yeah, and also we've been talking about making a low FM, like, station here oh, for Laramie cool. specifically, and then uh, hopefully yeah. expanding further that's more. A, that's a pipe dream. It's yeah. a pipe dream, Only but... Because, I have some friends talk about it, well, like, starting yeah, a radio station. Yeah, the problem is, is the FCC is a black box. <laughs> you know, they, they will announce when they want to sell licensed spectrum oh, space, yeah, whenever they... Uh freaking choose 30 days yeah. before they go on sale so they are they are completely a black box yeah which like obviously the fm radio like station seems like a Doesn't pipe mean we can't have an internet radio station that's yeah. also the case yeah. but like the fact that we're trying to make this studio and like if we can get more people to get more with it because like we're trying to get into like the scene sure. getting yeah. people to know us and like futurely thinking like hey since you know us we want you to spread the word out Get people to listen to the podcast. You will also get into the podcast if you want to. And so that's like, what this is. This is a podcast. Yeah, like okay. what basically what we're doing is just a podcast. Like, um, yeah, sure. this should be its own like little like sub podcast because we have a 
overarching one that's solitary collective but we're trying to do a, okay. like a specific arts and music section and the fact of like hey uh, it's the best way to make sure like bands get spoken out we get spoken out it's like a mutual benefit because like if we get more people like let's say like out to the east they're like hey the greenhouse exists like maybe you got mm-hmm. some bands down there that also wants to join us as they're willing to make the trip yeah just having this like to be a healthy continuous like scene especially since the fact we have university students year-round yeah people coming in coming in at, four years and then leaving yeah, yeah staying here four years and leaving and always getting new fresh faces every year i mean we are a, a, a radically pro-queer it's just that includes all the letters all the letters. Yeah. All the you letters. know, LGBTQIPL, again, for some reason. You know, all the letters. And so we have, uh, we are happy to offer sanctuary to anybody who's of age. Unfortunately, we can't help, some, we can't help somebody who's of oh, age. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, <laughs> that would be against legal. the law. But anybody who's trying to get out of a violent situation because of their gender disposition yeah. is someplace where we, we try to be a beacon. But also... Radicals, lefties, people who are doing podcasts, rando folks that like to go visit different communities and stay for a month and cook and clean or whatever, you know. It's, yeah, we had a weird yeah. dude that would play like the like accordion and like oh. make like stuff and he would just like perform with us as like his payment. It was just like dude, cool. okay. Yeah. I mean straight up. I mean that's that so that that's you know how we but you know, we have a we have a core of people that stay here, members that make the contributions that keep the place uh, the mortgage paid and all that and you know, but we, we really would like to integrate better in and I think that as far as the local music scene is concerned we've got a great venue, there's a zine, but I didn't see that there was really a a, a local music scene podcast huh? and so that's what we're trying to fill in here is that we want to be talking about local bands yeah, cool. when they're coming to town get them uh, on uh, while they're here or before they're here or afterwards obviously huh, yeah okay um and so that we can just keep that i'm of the opinion uh, when it comes to and this is a great segue is that if you want an economy of something, if you want a music economy, a local music economy, you have to spend it into existence. Yeah. Not just with money, obviously. You need to buy merch if, you're, if your local bands have it. You need to go to the venues that are showing these yeah. groups and pay the donations so that they can continue to support and bring this. But also, the the work that you do. You're... You're spending a music economy into existence by providing a venue and doing all that work. And so this is part of our effort here to bring this music economy into more full fruition with the podcast. In addition to buying merch from the whole house and, you know, or whoever else that we happen to, or, you know, if we go to the meadery, buy a bottle of mead. Yeah. You know, if you're 21. It goes to the bands, yeah. <clears throat> exactly, go see the bands. And so I think that that's a note to everybody out there that you need to go to the greenhouse <laughs> and pay the the recommended contribution. It's because free. With, it's free, but, you know, what come on. If you can't pony up 10 bucks, I understand, but really, you probably can. It's two less lattes in your life. I mean, literally. Literally, Probably two one lattes. Yeah, yeah uh, one if it's an extra large yeah. Starbucks with the whipped cream and the sprinkles on top, you know. Dude, the amount of time and money I spent on those merch, merch like every <laughs> single band, I've just been buying merch, even if it's like, eh. Cool. Yeah, because like I got like a bunch of Hexacek knife bands. I got like okay. shysters in there. Yeah. And like, Brain sweats like entire album, which I lost. I don't know what the oh, fuck. Oh no! Is. No, it's all good though since I already have that there like band camp like yeah. download Adam, so that's all good. 
Horse Girl, which we're also planning to interview as well. Oh, like, nice. Like, basically, it's like, if you if if I really care to interview these people, I have to show my dedication to that. Oh, sure. And, like, obviously, it's like, if you support them, like, hopefully they can support us back. And, like, that's all I really want to do is, like, I want that all, all, every band here because as a person who was, like, really interested in, like, art, art, artistic, like, expression, especially music, mm. who, like, honestly, like, there's, there's always just been a pipe dream. It's like, I need to... <clears throat> Like I like there was a part of me just like oh I'm on own a record st- like place and because like I can't I can't play, play music for shit mostly because oh. like well n- not like I say I can't I just like I just feel like my double jointedness just always fucks me up Ooh, huh. yeah so like when I hit strings it just like twists my hand like, yeah it caves in huh? yeah it always caves in but it, it's what it is but like like if there's anything I can do for this scene it's just make sure it flourishes because like wow. I don't because like huh. I like small towns. And I hate small towns dying often enough. Uh, yeah. Because like twenty minutes of here, you see like a ghost town that's probably been yeah. go- like that's been gone for like probably like twenty, fifty years already. And I'm just like, I did not want that to happen. So yeah. like the best way to do that is flourish the culture, mm-hmm. flourish the people's lives here. And the best way I can do that is not wait either food or music. So Shit, that's yeah. we go though. Dude, yeah, cool. Because we also give out um, eggs to people in need. Oh, I heard you guys have a bunch of chickens. Oh, so how are the upcoming... You, you want to promote the upcoming shows in oh, June and July? Yeah, sure. We've got two more in June that I know of. That's the 24th and the 28th. I don't know, if, I don't know how much I want to peel the curtain back, but uh, we were talking about how cool and awesome the Larry music scene is, but uh, it does come in waves and stuff. Like, there's there'll be, like, a six-month period of a bunch of bands either getting together or coming back together and, like, recording some dope EPs and stuff. And then, like, some people might split up and stuff or somebody might go away. I've got, like, Sigourney right now for that show on the 28th, but uh, I will see if they're going to be around at that point anymore. Who's, and, like, I've heard similar stuff with Aviatrix being in limbo. Ooh. But, uh, yeah, like, uh, it's that's the other thing is, like, people are people still, and it's it, you don't want to force yourself to work with somebody who's, like, a dick to you. But yeah, we've got those two, like the 28th show is still going to happen. We've got a bunch of great bands from like Colorado and one band from Athens, Georgia. Oh shit, they're from Georgia? Yeah, this band called Bursters. They're fucking crazy. They make um, orange, like the fruit orange. They make fucking blast beat, heavy, hardcore music, like 30 second long songs about... And it's like it's all about oranges. I don't know. Well, I mean, I was born at, at Georgia. <laughs> oh, but, 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 to, but to be fair, one say. Fuck Athens, but I'm from, I mean, uh-huh. that's because I'm from Atlanta. Okay, yeah. So, like, I hate every other city outside of Atlanta. Sure, yeah. That's, uh... <laughs> but, like, yeah, I that, that's great to hear that someone yeah. from my home state is coming here. And then. Cool. Yeah, and then uh, on the 24th, it'll be a band from Billings, Montana. I don't know if, they're, if it's Billings, but it's somewhere in Montana called Miss Massive Snowflake. Hmm. And then a band, I believe, from California called the Y-Axes, plus, like, other locals and stuff. And, yeah, we've got, I think four or five for july now i might have to check my phone but i haven't like announced any of those i'm still oh yeah you don't have to announce them we're not gonna have to announce more than so are you you're pretty consistently uh, like how many shows of a month do you try to do or do you have your Uh, capacity for doing i don't really have like a hard limit or something but if i if somebody hits me up and i i check the like schedule document that i have and like i find like oh we've already got five or six shows that month i don't know if that's going to happen and I try to, like, combine stuff and everything. But I think on average we get about, like, four to six shows a month or so. So maybe mm-hmm. about once a week there will... It usually often works out where, uh, for better or for worse, we have, like, a week 
where we'll have like three or four shows and then like a week or two off or something. Right. Oh yeah, no, it was crazy when you did it in May because I felt like that thing was like packed <laughs> to the fucking brim. I was yeah. like, holy there shit. There was a few in May and that's the thing, like there are, the, th- the other thing from doing shows pretty often is that I don't want to say it cheapens it a little, but people will not go to every show. Like mm-hmm. people don't like set the time aside like they would if it was maybe once a month or something. But I don't know, like with having like some smaller shows and stuff, like sometimes some friends and I will come to some shows and other friends will come to others and you get a chance to like reconnect and like, um, what's it called? Uh, just update each other and stuff on how you're doing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So there's a broad base then, so it's not the same people coming to every show. It's like you have a, uh, there's a large audience in Laramie then. You're, yeah, you're I mean, there's in. like, there's a few sets of clicks and stuff, and I've kind of gotten more of a picture of it the more I've lived here and stuff over the past few years, is it's like, oh man, my friends from work came to this one particular show. Right. <laughs> so anyway, where would we go uh, to find out more about the greenhouse when we're looking um, at our, our phones or on our <laughs> tablets? The best places to do that would be Facebook and Instagram. I do not have a TikTok. I do not have a Twitter. I do not have an Insta or a Snapchat. And I do not have a B Reel. What the fuck's a B Reel? B Reel is this new thing where they want you to, like, at some point in the day, at random, they'll tell you to take a picture of where you're at and what you're doing. Oh, yeah, they'll give you, like, 30 seconds or whatever. To yeah. Make sure you're not in the shower. Like, so it's the idea <laughs> oh, that's weird. It's like, you don't know when this is going to be. And so, yeah, like, all way, of your friends. It's to encourage positive selfies yeah. instead of making. Like, fuck getting one of those. Yeah, no, no, but like, I could imagine that shit on TikTok could fucking pop off, to be honest. Yeah, like, that's the thing. I, uh, like, just posting clips to TikTok or something, that could be really cool. But, uh, as it is in hell, I've got, so before we had two people in the math grad program living upstairs, and now Mm -hmm. we've got, instead of those guys, we've got four people in the music scene living in the house now. So at some point, I want us all to sit down and talk about, like, what we all want to do for, like, helping out of, helping out with shows and, like, what that might entail. And yeah, maybe we we could get somebody to handle the social media stuff. But, uh, uh, if you need help, like I know some of us been trying to like get our. It's a fucking pain compared to like the real stuff of like seeing people and seeing the music, and then yeah. you like are typing with your fucking thumbs. Good point. Mm-hmm. But like I know you guys post out deserted on that stuff, which like yeah, we I have talked to them before. It's seeing just... some of this stuff, it's like yeah, dude. If you you should if you want me to hand anything out at shows and stuff and say hey, you want to read some fucking radical literature? People are into that at the at the house, honestly. Honestly, if it was back in June, I would have loved, like, early June, like, before, like, in the 11th, it's called, it's International Solidarity Day for oh. Anarchist Prisoners. Huh. And, like, I have these, like, zines called De- Defiance, and it talks about, like, radicals and anarchists that m- went against the government, whether or not be injustices, their own personal gripes and whatnot. And that would have been just a great way, because this, there's this dude who was, like, threw a Molotov at a cop that was just destroying and beating people up, and he got sentenced for, like, 20 years. I mean, granted, like, sure, you, he did violence, but, like, dude. Like, he was, he, it's, it's perpetuating. It's, it's like, he, got, he, he, was, he was about to be beaten by, by the fucking cops. Like, yeah. I think it's justified. But that, that's just me. Like, self-defense, yeah. It's all in Minecraft, by the way. Oh, what? <laughs> I don't know, because, like, you know, like, you can't really promote violence. Oh, yeah. No, so you have to say, like, yeah. oh. Minecraft is fucking crazy these yeah, days. I know, right? You, yeah, it's kind of out of control. Yeah, you, that, that Minecraft. You, you can burn like you burn houses now, loot stores. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So hey, if uh, you get a if you get a phone call and you've got your pack to the gills, 
Consider giving us a call, and we'll see if we can make yeah. an accommodation for a band. Dude, um, that would be fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you can keep your equipment. During the summer. We don't know if during the winter we would... I mean, maybe <laughs> we could cram yeah. it into that. But during the summer, they'd fit in our courtyard really well. It does sound like the wind gets pretty crazy here. Oh, it's yeah. It's fucking but nuts. It's, it's insane. And, like, dude, the snow just... just it's like, it would, Probably just drifts up. Yeah, yeah oh, like, unless they got four-wheel drive, then that's mm-hmm. into us, man. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. So we got, we got, like, four good months out here and in this part of town to, to do stuff but I think it'd be great and I think, I think we're having a lot of fun I'm, I just want to say thank you for coming out and visiting us yeah, of course. everybody right. you've been listening to Solidarity House Solidarity Collective go to patreon.com slash Solidarity House and donate to support more of your local music scene remember if you want an economy you have to spend it into existence so visit our friends over at the Greenhouse on Facebook, and you said no Twitter, right? No Twitter, but yes Instagram, yes Facebook, okay. at Greenhouse Laramie. All one word, all lowercase. At Greenhouse Laramie and Solidarity House, uh, Solidarity Collective, off of Patreon. Thank you so much for being here, Alex. Pleasure to have you. I'm, okay. And I'm excited that there's so much going on in the Laramie music scene, and we're going to continue this part of the podcast.